peace, peace. This is Ife, Ife the artist, back with episode three of the Love Cannot Hold Fear podcast. Um, remember, Ife means love. And, um, you know, I created this podcast to uh, help as a way for me and my own release of fear and to discuss some of those things that I have, um, that I am currently releasing or that I have already released or am currently in the process of releasing, um, as well as, you know, with the intention of sharing it so that others have the, the ability to grow and do the same, um, so that others are open to receive, um, to receive that growth in their own, in that own, in their own mind, in their own spirit, in their body, right? Um, I think that when we feed any part of our body, that it is definitely an aspect of um, holistic healing. When we feed any part of our spirit, it's an aspect of holistic healing. When we feed any part of our mind, right? It, I think, it transcends just that that um, that part of ourselves that it was initially supposed to reach when we allow it to. So, um. It took me a minute to to come back to you all and record an episode because I wasn't necessarily sure um, what I wanted to talk about. I have a lot of episode ideas and people that I will be inviting to the show. However, um, you wanted I, I just I wanted to feel passionate in the moment about whatever I was going to discuss, right? And so uh, it took me, it took me a second to get there. Definitely took me a second. But you know what I think I'm going to do is um, share a poem that I actually just performed at Busboys and Poets this a couple of days ago, this past week, um, for the first time, and I posted that on my Instagram page, which I think we all know um, is Ife the Artist, um, and it's also on my art page, which is What Ife Creates, and you can find that in the bio of my main page on Ife the Artist. Um, but I'm going to do that poem. And then I think I'm gonna I'm gonna talk wanna talk a little bit about that. Um I think I got a little bit in my head after after recording my first two episodes about how I wanted this show to to look and how I wanted it to sound, which I do sometimes. And so I'm really grateful to be 
in the space that I'm in right this second to be recording it um, very spontaneously um, and kind of going with the flow. Because even just now when I opened up the app to record my podcast, um, I had a different thought than <laughs> what came to me as I as I began speaking to you all. And um, the point of this podcast is not to be planning anything because I want everything that I say to be very um, lu- fluid. <laughs> I was going to say lucid. That wasn't the right thing, but not a bad word either. But I want it to be very fluid. I want it to be all flow. I don't want to feel pressure for it to be a specific thing. And that is, um, I'm doing that intentionally because, um, it's, it's something that I am transferring into my life. Right. Um, uh, just learning to be less anal, um, and, and so fixed and what, things in general have to be things have to be what they are okay um and I was just having a conversation with one of my close friends about that last night of just you know I think a lot of us I was also telling him first of all that a lot of the things that I personally deal with so um heavily and um that I've I'm I have and am working to overcome are things that I see um, that plague a lot of our society. I think that may be one of the reasons why they plague me so deeply because I'm a very sensitive spirit. And so a lot of the things like I'm, it's kind of when people in our society, even without me being like aware of it through social media or the news, like I don't watch the news. I don't follow a lot of certain things on social media because, um, you know, I don't really need that. Like when things are going on, when things are going on, um, I can feel <laughs> the energy in the, the air, like in the environment. Um, yeah. I, I don't really know how to say it better than that. Like I one day, I'm not sure what had occurred, but it was recently. It was it was last year, last year. Um, just for an example of that, last year there was a a verdict that came out, and um, everybody was was happy about it because it was basically like you know, some some cop had killed someone I don't know who or what um and and they were on trial for a while and they ended up being I don't know if it it may not even have been a cop but some person non-person of color killed a black person and they were you know it was a long time trial whatever and they had ended up being found guilty and so everybody was excited this same exact day a cop ended up killing another black person um and I didn't even again I didn't even know about it I didn't know anything about it whatsoever because like I said I don't watch the news um and I don't watch the news just so you know because the news is feeding us fear 
Um, and now it, 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 I don't think it will bother me as much. It's kind of, it's, it's somewhat comical, <laughs> not, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's certain, it's not funny in that way, but it, it really frames the, the, the idea and the, the thoughts that are, are intended for us to have, right? Um, and so that we are not living freely. Um, the more that we see certain things, the more these things are created. The more we say things and affirm them, the more that they occur. Okay, so um, me being a sensitive spirit, I, I'm also a very powerful spirit. And so I, I really try to limit certain things that I, I feed um, to my spirit um, and to my mind. Um, but initially it was more so because because I'm so sensitive and I didn't, I was very, um, I think I've spoke about this in one other episode, just being very energy absorbent all the time. It would It would literally make me feel depressed to watch the news, you know, and so... Um, again, I'm feeling things that everybody is feeling, but I feel them very drastically compared to a large majority of people. Um, so I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. You know, I wouldn't be able to function well, um, in this life if I was to watch the news. So I stopped watching the news years ago. Um, but also, like I said, it is very intentional to feed us fear and to create the reality that we um we live in well that some people live in I don't I don't live in that reality not to say that those things don't exist but I don't live in that reality um so yeah so let me get back to why I even mentioned that you know so basically you know this this thing had happened I didn't know about it but I I just remember I went outside right um, I just went to I have like a 7-Eleven right next to the condo I live in. And so I went and walked to the 7-Eleven to get, I think, some chips or whatever. And um, outside felt heavy. <laughs> it felt very, um, I don't even think melancholy, melancholy was the word. Um, it felt it, heavy was is the really the best descriptor I could say. It felt very like just like if if there was a word, it felt like the the world, the the um, nature, um, the energy of of you know this planet was just disappointment. Um, and I went outside and I came back in and I I couldn't. Again, didn't speak to anyone outside of paying for my stuff. Came back in and I couldn't stop crying. Like, I just couldn't stop crying um, because of the energy that was in the air. Um, and I had, like, I was still working at my full-time job at that at that specific time. And, um, yeah, it was, I had a meeting. I actually had a meeting I was supposed to be having shortly after I came back in the house and I had to it used to really bother me when I couldn't show up for things because this was like a meeting with like my my supervisor supervisor at that time and um you know like I've really 
I was the person, you know, so it was just like for me to not show up for me, it felt so like, oh my gosh, like I have to do this, I have to do this. But I'm sitting there like I really can't stop crying. Like I really can't do this. Um, and it would be a, a I don't I wouldn't be able to get through the meeting. And I've I've had it's been different times like that where whatever energy that I've allowed um into my body um or that has come into my body um really overwhelms me to the point where I may be able to like hold it in but as soon as I like feel for a millisecond I can't stop crying you know so I had to call and say that I wouldn't be able to make the meeting can we reschedule da 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 you know they were gonna have to have it without me or whatever and um that day I actually wrote oh I wrote that poem I could share that poem as well um this may be a a more a, a poetry sharing thing and I can I can um talk about both of the poems yeah I I will share that let me get that poem really quickly and I'll read that to you all Okay, okay, so this was April 22nd, 2021, and it's called No Room to Breathe. Um, And this was actually, I'm looking at it, (laughs) I wrote this with my left hand because at that time, um, I was having a lot of difficulty with uh, my tendonitis in my right hand. So I was learning to, and like it was bad for a while, Usually it's it's not the worst. So I was actually doing a lot of writing with my left hand um, at that time, even though I'm, I, you know, I kind of became ambidextrous at that point because I had to, but I was not initially. Um, so here you go. So this is no room to breathe. Um, here we go. The weight of this melanin is heavy. Complexion, not a component. We all carry it far too gracefully. Being black is an energy deeper than the head nod we give familiar strangers in streets. Deeper than the dark ember of our souls burning eternally, there are no breaks. There are no days off from being targets. There is no justice, it's just us. Living is not an option. And surviving is still dying, body and mind at war. Fight, flight, or freeze, police, put your hands up. Is that a gun? Bang, stay prevalent. Thought process stays sensical and relevant, pulling anything out your pocket, because this is America. Circa, insert any past, current, or future year here. This is PTSD that's never ending, present, traumatic, stress, disorder, passed down genetically and our trauma is continually decontextualized as culture. We are dying for entertainment. We are dying for you to say our names. Our lives are trending topics on social media when we can no longer socialize. Hashtag our names like scandals and celebrities so we can't even rest in peace. America's knee is on our necks. There is no room to breathe. Our collective pain 
sufficiently suffocating us until you call it suicide. Okay, um, I'm going to actually give us a, a few moments of um, some silence. I want to give us about 15 seconds of silence starting now. Um, thank you. Thank you for, um, sitting in that moment of, um, remembrance for, uh, our lost family members, our lost loved ones, the loved ones of other people that we know and don't know, um, due to the uh, social structure that we we uh, are a part of in this country. Um, and I really, I often, I don't write too much stuff like that too often anymore. I think in, in college, I used to write a lot more um revolutionary (laughs) type of poems um you know about this country and whatnot and about where that has put us and and all of that but again as I said we um what we say what we take in what we watch etc um is really the reality that we live in we, we, we have the power to create our realities. And so um, when we accept the narrative um, that is given on the news um, with these stories and whatnot, and, and we um, recite that back for ourselves or other people, we... Um, we decide to allow someone else to create that narrative for us. And we we also end up consciously and um, subconsciously settling within a victim mindset in this country. And... Um, That does not resonate with me any longer. That does not resonate with me. I do not allow anyone else to create the reality that I live in. Right? Again, nothing, nothing. um, This is not to dispute the existence of what occurs. I don't, I never ignore what is occurring, right? Um, and I think it was a, I know I had a therapist at this time last year, and I believe I may have read that poem to her. And she was just like, I don't know. It was kind of like, she was just like, oh, like, it's like, I see, I see, you know, that you're allowing yourself to 
say that this is affecting you. And I tell you that at that time, I was just like, well, I've never, you know, I've never been under the the idea that it wasn't affecting me or, or well, I don't want to say the idea that it wasn't affecting me. I suppose I was never pretending as though the things weren't happening and that, you know, they, they, you know, they were what they were, but I think that it's one thing to like, you have to allow something to affect you. That's not me being desensitized by it at all, you know, which is really the goal by placing this, this, um, in, in media so much. We get so used to seeing these images of the, the brutalization, um, done to our, uh, to people that look like us, that it's, it's normalized, not normal, but it's normalized. The existence of it is normalized. And I don't live in a reality where that is normal. (laughs) I don't, I don't believe that that should be normal. And I don't believe that I will even allow my subconscious to believe that that is normal and be desensitized by those images, which is why I don't participate, um, and and watching these videos, these you know these get you know and the videos they have the shooting the the knee on the necks the all of this I don't I'm I'm not watching that and I'm not saying it's something wrong with other people to watch it but we do have to really recognize what that does to us subconsciously when we do that over and over and over again because these things continue to happen right. And so if we are watching it every time, our bodies at some point aren't going to, our our bodies, our minds are not going to allow us to have this drastic um, um, reaction, excuse me, you all, this drastic reaction to it because it'll put us, you know, it, it puts you in a place where it's, you know, you're, you're not able to survive in the way that you need to. If you continuously, you're saying this, you're saying this over and over and over and over again, you you have to, your mind has to kind of, it has to normalize it, right? It's like when you take a medicine over and over, your immune system ends up being like, okay, this, like this, it's not going to do its job because it's not, it's, it's not a shock to your system, at some point it's used to it it's it becomes a part of your system you know um so you end up having to do something different you have to try something else something that's new um and so i just i don't i don't want to um i don't want that to become a part of my system i don't want to become immune to that you know, it's, that's, it's, it's not what, I don't believe, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want that for us. I don't want us to feel like victims. Um, Because when you decide that you're a victim, right, in any capacity, in any capacity, whether we're talking about um, because of your race, Um, because of your gender as a woman, because of your trauma, 
when you decide you're a victim, you carry that out in in areas of your life that you don't you, you don't even realize how deep that it gets. Um you really you really don't. I don't I don't think I know I really did not you know um me being a very intelligent woman um very creative woman um a very capable woman a leader in many areas um was consistently allowing myself to be seen as a victim because of experiences that I've had. And I'm talking about experiences from childhood um, into adulthood, right? And um, we hear people, we hear, we hear that, we hear that, oh, you're, you know, this victim thing. We hear that, we hear it, we hear it. But um, I don't think we've realized how normal it is in our society for us all to allow ourselves um, to be considered victims. So racially here, you know, I, I brought this up initially because of this poem and because of the news and whatnot. If you're consistently consistently being shown that there is there's no way to escape the fact that someone has this 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 external control over your life you're going to move in that way <laughs> you just are you're going to move in the way as though someone has a larger say over your life than you are because that's what you're shown and i'm sorry i i don't believe that i don't believe that for myself um, I really want this season one, I realized, um, I realized that season one, uh, if I had to entitle it is accountability, all of it is going to be in accountability. And I can't say that the, you know, that won't be just the over, overarching, um, idea for the totality, totality, excuse me, of my podcast, but like season one for sure is all about accountability, right? We in episode three, and I'm still seeing that as the thing. It's not about changing what is going on externally, right? To get out of this victim mindset. We don't have control over certain things. That's just reality. I accept that. I've realized that. But what I do have control over is me. Is the way that I respond to things and people and situations, right? The way that I move through this world. And I'm not going to move through the world as if someone is superior to me. Whether it's economically, um, whether it is um, by way of intelligence, whether it's by way of, um, of I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I don't. I really don't. It doesn't matter. I will not move in a way where I feel as though someone is superior to me, where someone is this um, victor over me, and I am their victim. And I think that a large part of our identity as black people 
living in America, it's been shaped for us to be a victim. It's been shaped for us to live in fear of the reality that we can't escape this brutality that will inevitably come. And um, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into that. That's not to say that something can't ever happen, but it's not, I'm just, I'm not buying into that as a, a way to live my life. I'm not basing my actions and thoughts around that principle. Okay. Um, and then it's, I'm glad that this, this, I love, I love how, how spirit goes because so the, the poem, the other poem that I was initially, I initially brought up that I was going to read when I first started the episode is called what is a victim. And that is actually, um, I wrote that poem in response to, um, this beautiful woman that I met last year who is a photographer and an artist in so many other uh, ways and an amazing artist. Um, And she's on Instagram as Money Monet. I will will put her in the uh, description for this episode. But she did a photo shoot and she posted some information about that photo shoot um, in some of the shots or whatever on her page and I I put a comment on there and I was just like thank you you know thank you for choosing to share yourself um you know this is a this is a survivor story about the beauty of living without wavering on truth that was the part that really like got me you know so I wrote this poem and and her story was about it was about um sexual trauma and sexual abuse and um I have recently well not recently but in my first episode I mentioned uh very briefly um having been sexually assaulted um this past summer that came back up where I was um assaulted and um I, I guess you can say sexually assaulted again um, and um, threatened near where I grew up. Um, and that kind of like brought up all the feelings from the year before when I was initially sexually assaulted. Um, and then that initial sexual assault in 2020 also ended up uh, bringing up some feelings about a, um, <laughs> I, I'm really saying what I already, what I'm about to read in the poem, like basically, uh, that I, you know, cause I don't want to say the word rape, um, but call a spade a spade as I like to tell everybody else. Um, but, a, a unwanted sexual en- en- encounter, um, you know, and so all these things, I, there's, there's been a few of those in my life, but I think that we really have to like, we have to think about the fact that it's also fed for us. You know, I said, based on gender, it's fed for us as women to feel like victims as well. And it's like, 
When you feel like a victim, you act like a victim. You act like you don't have power over yourself, over your body, over your being, over your experiences, right? And not to say that there aren't certain times when you can exert your power and it's not enough. You know, in reality, we know that's the case. However, I think a a lot of the times for me personally, it was this psychological thing where I feel as though I as a woman do not have the power and I'm a victim and I'm scared of what can possibly happen if I do something in this scenario, you know? And so I kind of allowed myself to be defeated prior to, um, prior to, or even after like attempting the, 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 you know, to exert my physical power or, um, say certain things or whatever. And, got coaxed into participating in things that I didn't necessarily want to participate in, um, sexually. Um, and now it's just like, I don't, I don't see that as something that I, that would occur because I'm a talk, I'm a talk. And, you know, again, that isn't, that's not a, a, a guarantee that whatever, whatever, um, that I will be honored. However, I know that I have honored myself um, and done everything possible to um, to honor myself. That's just that's that's the reality that I want to live in. I can't have control over everything and everybody else. However, I have control over what I do and how I go about um, um, protecting and honoring myself. And um, yeah, so. um in this poem, I got, like I said, I got, I got very inspired to write this poem and I recited it for the first time this past week at Busboys and I, I wrote it and um, it felt really, it felt good to write it. I don't think I've really written anything um, from the healing aspect of experiencing um, sexual assault whatsoever. I don't think so. So it was, it was nice to to do that. It was nice to see um, Money Monet uh, share her experience for all those that are not yet ready to do so yet. Um, and, and, you know, and, and use art as a way to release. Right? Um... I think she had something on her page that said make art from war. And we often see make art not war, but she said make art from war. You guys, I I don't know, like I might have to get that tatted. That I love that because that is exactly you know the the perfect place for art. You know, create you know, off some, off some, um, Shiva stuff, like make, make, create from your destruction. You know, if someone, if something tore you apart, build yourself up by creating, create yourself. You're li- you know what I mean? By creating art, create yourself, build yourself back up, you know, um, and make it something beautiful. So I'm going to read this poem. Then I want to talk a little bit more um, about this, this, um, 
victimhood that we um that we can can be in that we can be subject to based on uh the realities that are placed upon us because you know I was uh I was given this perspective about the fact that you know black women you know we say often we hear often that we are not respected and we're we're so many other things but um like again you affirm your reality we create our reality and um the more you say that the more you believe that the more that you feed in into that being your truth you know um but i don't receive that <laughs> i don't receive that i don't surround myself with with people that uh i can't even say you know and i know something i'm also realizing like we like to surround ourselves with people you know, for whatever reasons, but, and not to say that you shouldn't, but like, it don't, it doesn't matter who, cause we're going to end up sometimes around people that do not reflect our values just because of situations, you know, and work that we do and places that we go, etc. And it's okay for people to not reflect that because when I know that this is my, um, I know intrinsically that my truth is that I, as a woman and powerful and and loved and safe and protected and 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 all of those things it don't matter what you feel um externally about my existence i'm not letting that penetrate my being i'm not allowing that to pen- it can't like it's impossible because i already have my internal understanding i'm not looking for that anywhere else because i'm not a victim of my circumstances. I'm not a victim of my experiences. I'm not a victim of those that surround me, the energy that surround me, the thoughts that surround me. That can that has no bearing on my reality. I create my own reality. I do that. In my mind, in my body, in my spirit, I am making that mine. And I don't accept whatever you may be trying to project on me about, you know, your view on women or your view on being black or your view on being sexually assaulted on your, I I don't care about, it's irrelevant to me. It's not necessary in my, um, the way that I'm processing me, myself and I, all right. So here's, here's the poem that I performed, um, performed at busboys what is a victim here we go what is a victim this is a survivor story turned into the beauty of living without wavering on truth this is a call back to every ancestor whose body was degraded within this unwarranted culture of desecration this is a hymn and a prayer that every body that's still present with a soul too afraid to come back to it finds peace, finds the pieces of their past selves and creates abstract art to depict a new reality that they feel comfortable in. This is an apology that you ever had to feel uncomfortable in your skin in the first place. This is the external validation you never really needed to speak your truth. And this story is mine too. 
It's about all the times you and I have been afraid to call rape what it really is. It's about all the microaggressions used to minimize sexual assault and the PTSD that comes after. It's about the questions planted in your head about how you could have existed differently to prevent it. This pain is not your responsibility. This pain is no longer allowed to be normalized and kept in secret. This pain is not ours. I am tired of being muted by someone who's remote yet believes they're in control of my body. I am tired of being muted after they beg us to be honest. We will keep turning up the volume because the past is only the past when it's not inhibiting you in your present this is accountability for the persons that stole moments from us and replaced them with violation but were allowed to keep moving while time stood in place for the body that they violated seconds and minutes for them turned into timeless turmoil in our minds the reality on rewind despite us wishing we could erase the memory altogether but i'm here to remind Remind us that the pain is transitory if you allow yourself to feel it. This is your permission slip to sit in your reaction. This is a shoulder to cry on, an ear to yell in, even if you think nobody is listening. You are not alone. This is proof of the strength that we should have never had to show. Displaying smiles to dispel our own dismay, to dismiss our own conflicted thoughts that it ever happened at all. This is a poem that should have never had to be written. This is a poem that accepts itself in its process. This is a poem about being alive to tell the tale. This is a survivor story turned into the beauty of living without wavering on truth. And this story is mine too. Y'all, I, I love that poem and I'm very grateful. Um, I'm very grateful that I was inspired to write it and that that, uh, my spirit led me to write it in that way. Um, This, you know, in the way that I feel as though we really have to, I I wrote in something, I think it was a, a, a tweet or something. It was just like, we have to feel, we have to learn, we have to heal, and we have to release and move on. And I think that's similar to what my, um, my best friend Phil said in the last episode um, about, you know, how does he, how do you move on? How do you, you know, actually like let feelings go? You know, what do you do? And it's, it's like, you got to allow them to be what they are first. You know, we spend a lot of time thinking, oh, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to be this. You're not supposed to. And we, we, we put a pause and a hold on our feelings and our reactions because we're trying to dictate what they should and shouldn't be. But you have to allow things to be what they are. You know, we think we have to allow people, other people, you know, to be who they are. But we, I think we oftentimes miss the ultimate person that we have to allow to be who they are, which is us. We have to allow ourselves 
to be who we are. We, you know, um, I was talking to one of my other friends uh, probably last weekend and she's just like, you know, is this a me thing to do? Is this a, I'm just like a me thing for you to do is whatever feels right for you in that moment. You know, we really have to stop trying to get out of this idea, you know, of what it's supposed to look like. I think that is like, the way that I think I like I, I look at stuff where I, I, I really try to get out of it now, but like looking at ourselves like we're a character, you know, and, and you know, does this character do this? Does this character like this? Does this character like that? Um, You're not a character. You're a real person. You're a real person that changes, that evolves. That's called if you want to pretend you're a character, that's um, um character development. <laughs> like. It's deeper than what it, quote unquote, like, you know, what it looks like this character should and shouldn't be doing. You, your, you know, your experiences are going to put you in situations that you've never been in. And this is your first and only time doing this life, you know? Um, so you cannot expect yourself to be in a position where you know how and when you're supposed to do things all the time. If you have a, just let your feelings, if you have a feeling, allow it to, to be. If something feels good, allow it to feel good. As long as it's not hurting you. We are supposed to be, you know, we, we spend a lot of time. I know I spent a lot of time. Um, and I say we, because like I said, I feel as though the things that I experience, I, I often find that they're being experienced on a larger scale by majority of people. So, um, but I um, found myself often being an observer of of life. I think I said this in another episode um, of other people. But the same way we find ourselves observing others and their feelings and their thoughts or whatever as an external person, we really have to, to intrinsically observe ourselves not analyze and 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 judge and all of that and dictate but really just observe what what it what what am I feeling why am I feeling like that not stop it from happening but what is it I want to actually feel this because I want to know what's going on and um that was something that I I um I had to put myself in that position you know um probably I think it was a, about a week and a half ago now I was feeling very unsettled feeling very unsettled and you know I was I I a lot of times when that's the case like I'm like okay I'm gonna knock him I'm gonna do my yoga I'm gonna meditate you know I might go to my my ancestor altar you know which is a new development um in my life but a very beautiful one and and I, I know I will find peace you know, but I was in this space where I was just like, I don't, not that I didn't want peace, but I think we, we don't, like, we can often use things in the same way we use a drug um, to fix. And it wasn't anything wrong with me, right? So it's like, I'm not, I don't want to use this meditation as this, as this fixer. I want to I want to know what I'm feeling and I want to like figure out why I'm feeling it. I don't want a, a, a quick fix to this, this um, 
challenge that I'm having, to this uncomfortability that I'm experiencing. I really would like to understand myself in this moment. So I didn't meditate. I ended up writing a poem, right? Um, Which is often one of the best ways for me to understand myself is to get all of, because my thoughts are like, they're just racing and they're all over the place often. And so it's like, it's easy, it's better for me to be like, okay, I want to, if I can put it to words, I can see it. And if I do it in that moment when I'm really in the midst, I know, like, a lot of my poems are my favorite poems because they really encapsulate the feelings that I was having at the time. And so I wrote this poem this day, and it really, it it did that. It did that for me. It it got to kind of be... Not necessarily all. It was a really short poem, but it was kind of like, you know, semi, you know, like I'm, you know, it's just like I'm, 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 I'm screaming the word, like I want to scream, you know, but the, the no sound is coming out. Like I'm, I'm crying, even though the tears aren't coming down type thing. And, um, I get to the point at the end where I, I'm kind of like, I've found my comfortability within my uncomfortability. You know, I found my peace within my restlessness, which is really the the space that I'm I'm trying to get in. I don't I'm not always going to be um like I'm I was I wanted my peace to look a certain way. And it's not always going to look a certain way. Um you know, it's not always going to look a certain way. And in the point of of not being in even our in our victim mindset is it's not because it's not because nothing is going to happen that um that may put us in the the space to be of being victimized is that I'm not going to respond in a way that I, I accept that right I couldn't I I didn't want you know 2021 summer I was not, you know, I can't say that I could have stopped someone from sexually assaulting and threatening me on the street, right? However, I definitely responded very differently (laughs) compared to 2020 being sexually assaulted. Like, very differently, very, very, very differently, you know, Um, in all the ways, you know, even in my healing responded very differently so I don't know I think yeah it's just it's all about what we can control it's all about um you know how we deal with it and I didn't I I didn't shy away from dealing with it and so I was able to heal and and move on more quickly you know we really think that I said this in the last episode with Phil like we we really get into this idea that avoiding is the way to I don't I don't know if we see it as healing but is the way to go like we think avoiding our feelings is the way to go so we can keep moving but feeling is the way to go to keep moving if you really want to do it um effectively you know um I what's another thing I wanted to say <laughs> um now I'm about to we 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 get into the end of this though we get into the end of this this um episode and now I really enjoyed 
being able to share poetry, which is something that I, you know, I wanted to do anyway. Oh, I really do also want to say, please go check out my first blog post of 2022 um, on the Styled by Moi blog. The link is in my bio on my Ife the Artist page, as well as um, my Styled by Moi, which is my, my style page. Um, and the, just to let you know, the, the blog did start out in as a style, actually, I'm not going to tell you anything. It's not a style blog though, right? I talk about me. I talk about us. Um, it's kind of, it's like a blurb, uh, of what you would experience on the podcast, but I'm a writer. So naturally I enjoy writing. Um, um, and you're going to get something different uh, than, than, you know, what you hear from me on here. Uh, but I mentioned I mentioned the podcast on the blog. So it's only natural that I'm going to mention the the blog um, on the podcast. Um, yeah, y'all share it. Listen, read it. Um, check it out. And uh, I, I pray you enjoy it. Leave me feedback. You can leave comments or send an email. Um, but you can also read about, I have a about us or about page for my blog where you can read about kind of the, the journey of how it, um, how it evolved. You can read about how it evolved. You can read my old post on there. Um, I wasn't consistent initially and, you know, I start the new post by saying that I won't promise you guys anything because, um. You know, like it is what it is. Everything is what it's supposed to be. But I do think this is a season where I will, um, you know, I'm I'm ready to do more output. I have, like I said, I have a lot of thoughts. I'm ready to share them um, with the world. I've been figuring out the best way to do that for some time now. And I think uh, the best way is to not limit myself in, in sharing. So I have my podcast. Um, I have my Instagrams. <laughs> I have my um I have my blog and I have Twitter, you know, so I'm really trying to expand and share as much as possible to as many audiences as possible um right now and um working on some new art so that'll be coming on what Ife creates and um I think I'm going to give you guys the link to to me performing what is a victim uh, some way, somehow. All right. But I really want to leave off on we are in control of ourselves. We are in control of our realities. We create them. So be careful of what you ingest spiritually, mentally, physically. Um, uh be careful be be intentional not even f be careful be intentional about what you ingest okay um and and we we are all love you know my name is ife ife means love but um again i am i am solely a reflection of what is present and um if i'm if i've had the ability to feel my feelings so drastically and to get to this side of them at this point in time i i definitely believe that it is 
to um, assist the collective of releasing these feelings. Um, And so you all are love. If you are love, love cannot hold fear. Um, Be mindful of that. Be aware of that. Hold that in your heart. Hold that as your truth. Um, You are powerful. You are safe. You are protected. You are never alone. You are beautiful, you guys. Um, Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you again to everybody who listens and sends me love um, and says that they received something from the podcast. Um, Thank you for saying thank you to me. But um, as I tell everybody who says they're with me, thank you for being open to receive. All right. Um, it, it's not me. The The messages are always out there. The confirmations and iterations of what you, you know, what you need are always available. But um, it's up to you um, to be open to receive. So I, I give credit and thanks to you all um, for being in that space um, to, to receive what I'm what I'm saying, what I'm sharing with you all. Um, and, and I pray that it opens you up to be more vulnerable with, which like Phil said in episode two, vulnerability is just the ability to be honest with yourself. Okay. Um, so yeah, keep being honest with yourself, keep loving yourself. And I will see you guys sooner than later for the next episode of the love cannot hold fear podcast. Peace, peace, peace.